0: Okay, forgive me if I go cross eyed in this one. I had to take some of my mom's uh, leftover contacts, which are nearly double my prescription because I'm too busy, not at all, to make myself an eye appointment after losing my glasses at our day's wedding. So, <laughs> yeah, still have no glasses, still have no contacts, still have no appointment. Uh oh. Well, I hope everyone had a good Christmas and got what they wanted. I got new boots, the Patriots are on the verge of getting booted out of the top five in the draft position, and the Chiefs are on the verge of getting booted out of the playoffs? The games were good, but the Beef Wellington was better. I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. Live from Delaware, it's Hoagies and Pierogies, with your host, Ian DiCarlo, we're getting a little double-man, Chocolate Rain, and R.J. Hammond. I just want some more hot tea in my life. Let's just say he was a good lover. Did everyone have a Merry Christmas? Feliz Navidad? Good. Muy bien. Did you get everything you asked for? Muy excelente. Where do you stand on the Israel-Palestine conflict? Israeli o Palestino? Me too. If countries want foreign aid, they better just ask the Dodgers. (laughs) What? Okay, the Dodgers just went out and signed Yoshinobu Yamamoto to a 12-year, $325 billion contract. The 12 years is pretty damn long for a pitcher coming out of the Japan. So he's I don't I mean, how old is Yamamoto? Yamamoto age. He's 25. So that contract lasts through his year 37. So hey they don't care they just want to be good in the short term fuck it they have to once Otani returns to the rotation next year and they get players back from injury that were hurt in the middle of last season they're gonna win the championship in 2025 there's without a doubt I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now if the Dodgers don't win with Otani that's bad but now with Yamamoto, they got glass now for the rotation. They're going to go out and sign more people, I'm sure, just to shore up their lineup and maybe their bench. But the Dodgers are set. They are set for life. And someone else actually benefited, <laughs> benefited from this. Joe Kelly's wife got a Porsche from Otani for letting for Joe Kelly letting Otani take number 17. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to him! Wow, I mean, when you have a when you're a 700 million dollar man, a Porsche isn't much to give up. I wouldn't imagine so. Uh, I don't know what the NHL did to get all these female fans, but it's great for the sport. I'm telling you. I even saw an eight year old that had one. I thought it was a Christmas present, but apparently it was for a birthday. I thought I saw a Christmas tree in the corner, but. All these girls are going crazy over Stanley Cups. It's wild. I I I really, really want to get into hockey, but I find it so hard to find the time to watch games, honestly, because Tuesday I record, Wednesday I edit the podcast. Thursday, I chill the fuck out. Friday, well, okay. So, I could watch games on Friday. That should be no problem. Saturday is usually for college and now NFL games. And Sunday is also for NFL games. And then Monday is just, ugh. (laughs) Forget about Mondays. Forget about doing anything on Mondays. So, I mean, other than Monday Night Football, I'm sure I could sneak in a couple hockey games. But I, the want to watch hockey is at an all-time low for me I don't know what's getting into me let's go pens I hear they're doing bad though Sidney Crosby is apparently is the only one doing well so I'll try to watch some more games that's my new year's resolution okay my new year's re- resolution is to watch more games and I wanted to come up with more next week so we'll see we'll see what we're gonna do All right, into college football. Oh, man, Florida State is going to make this messy. They have officially sued the ACC uh, to stop the penalties that they would incur from leaving the ACC. So that's like a $130 million fine. And then something else. I I don't know. But the big thing is $130 million that they don't want to pay for leaving for the ACC basically screwing them over. Now, I don't know if this would screw over because I thought I heard this and I know I said it in the live reaction to the college football playoff, but I think that the Power Five get an automatic berth. Don't quote me on that, but I feel like the Florida State leaving the ACC would hurt them way more than it would help them because as of right now, ACC is still a power five now do they get as much respect as a normal power five conference like a big 10 big 12 SEC no not at all not even close so they're in I mean this is obviously the right thing to do they're trying to get out with minimum consequences um another thing that I think Michigan should avoid. Michigan should avoid another $125 million contract to Harbaugh unless he shows that he can win this year. They're talking about an extension right now. It's on the table, but I think uh, right now, I think Harbaugh should take it. Michigan, I you should wait until after the bowl games. Apparently, there's going to be a no NFL clause. In that contract for 2024 so there would be no uh threat or no uh fear of him leaving so i do feel like this would be very beneficial for jim harbaugh to get that money and then just stay there i mean it seems like he's loving life there we'll see if he wins a championship this year but i would stay if i were harbaugh take the deal Show that you can win without sign stealing. Maybe. Maybe that would be a good idea. Huh? Well, speaking of Michigan, we have another Michigan team that got into a huge fight. <laughs> oh my god. This is like this is probably the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. Out well, I mean there was that other incident with a Michigan team I think it was Michigan State that swung a helmet at a player in a tunnel. That sucked. But this one was Eastern Michigan against uh, South Alabama. South Alabama won (laughs) 59-10. And as they were celebrating in front of their student section, a player from Eastern Michigan came up and sucker punched someone right in the back of the head with the helmet on. (laughs) And this dumbass, this big old dumbass, didn't have a helmet on himself. So immediately he got jumped, went to the ground, started covering his head, but you could see that he was getting smacked in the back of the head. And it was brutal. Oh, oh, terribly brutal. But I don't know if it was as brutal as this one girl's screech in the one video from the video uh, quality is worse. But the reaction is pretty funny. You'll hear it. just awful all right another thing that happened during the week we'll get into the NFL now Patriots were complaining that the balls were two to two and a half psi underinflated shut up please Patriots come on it's already bad enough that you can't even lose right you have to go and complain about how you're losing, too. And the, you know, obvious irony that we've deflated the balls. I would like to, you know, I'm sure that I've tweeted it out that I thought it was weather, but I really don't think it was weather in that case. I mean, fuck. It was, but maybe not. We'll see. It, Get into the Colts later, but yeah, uh, Patriots need to shut the fuck up. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, after this week, I don't know what they're doing. Another funny video I saw. Not you know, it does relate to football, but not directly. Vote Cameron Dicker to the Pro Bowl, please. Everybody, go vote Cameron Dicker to the Pro Bowl. I'm gonna put the video in here. It might get uh, copyright claimed. Fuck it. You guys got to see it. Have you ever been victimized by a missed field goal? No good! Wide to the right! No good! Ah! My name is Cameron Dicker, and I'll kick for you. 50, 40, 30, doesn't matter. I'll make it. Bang! 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 Rain, sleet, or snow, this leg is ready to go. Don't believe me? Ask him. Cam Duker is a really good kicker. He's outstanding and, you know, I love him. And I did not edit that. So don't be a d- and let me kick for you at the Pro Bowl. Ah! So go to chargers.com slash vote to send me and my leg to kick for you. Vote for me! Vote for me! Pro Bowl! Pro Bowl! 2023, baby, let's go! that was awesome. I love that style. It reminded me immediately off the bat of something from I Think You Should Leave. It was a little bit more chaotic than I Think You Should Leave and a little bit less awkward, but it was so good. It was perfect. Cameron Dicker, you have my vote for the Pro Bowl. That's for damn sure. For damn sure. All right, let's get into the actual games now. Uh, We'll go over the games. Well, we obviously have to go over the smooth-ass Dougie that came out of Derek Carr that came from nowhere. (laughs) Oh, he hit that. He hit that. But the fucking Rams won anyway, so it didn't matter. He can Dougie in his fuck while he's crying. It'll be like that one one girl that... (laughs) I'm going to have to find that video and put it in here. But this is the Rams' first 1,000 yard rusher since I think it said 2016. Yeah. This is. It, Puka went off again. 164 yards and a touchdown. Great game from Stafford. 328 yards, two DDs. Rams are kind of hanging in there. Uh, we'll look at the playoff picture later. The Saturday games. There were only two games. Really not interested in either. But. Immediately when Mason Rudolph was announced the starter, you knew that the Patriots, you knew that the Steelers were going to win. Mason Rudolph had to win on Christmas. <laughs> the Bengals got run over by a reindeer. Yep. <laughs> Steelers, thirty-four to eleven. Pickens, four receptions, one hundred ninety-five yards, two touchdowns. He went off. Jake Browning had three interceptions, but he still had 335 yards. Uh, Najee had a good game, 78 yards of TD. Jalen Warren coming in with a clutch block. That is what the Steelers should be looking like. Pickett's job might be in danger. I really think that it might be. I mean, if the Steelers keep winning, <laughs> and Tomlin's going to keep being that coach as long as they don't finish under 500. So I, I think that's a good first step, or a good step, towards retaining Mike Tomlin even though I know a lot of Steelers fans are calling for his firing which I would be shocked that if they have a winning record well especially if they sneak into the playoffs somehow that keep around Mike Tomlin period if if he has a winning record and especially if he makes the playoffs they could sneak in there like I said we'll go over that uh, the Bills managed to squeak away with the win. After I was just about to say the Bills, I don't know, they're, they're up and down. They almost lost to the Chargers, which was very surprising, 24-22. Uh, not a great game all around. Gabe Davis had the best game. Four, again, four receptions, 130 yards, one touchdown. These are boomer bust receivers. I think the league, league needs more of that, though. I love those home runs. <sighs> I don't even want to get to Sunday night. All right. Heineke going to start for the Falcons, period. Desmond Ritter's done. Falcons beat the Colts 29-10. I did not think that the Colts would win this one. That was very shocking. Bijan actually did something in fantasy and actually got ninth place in our fantasy league. Miraculously. Oh, I ended up winning two games in a row in the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. I, you know, was in the 12th place game and then the ninth place game, so we'll try again next year the Seahawks keep winning so the Seahawks uh, do improve their playoff chances Uh, I I don't know I don't really don't know about the Seahawks they beat the Titans who are looking good with Will Levis but the Titans are also very mediocre five and ten I didn't realize they were five and ten (sighs) fuck (laughs) god damn it uh okay the lions finally finally win their first division title since 1993 first ever nfc north title which has only been around since 2001 i think the nfc north congratulations to the lions 11 and 4 that's got to feel good they get a home playoff game And they're actually, right now, looking at the Rams in the playoffs. And who's the Rams quarterback? Matt Stafford. It's already been beaten down like crazy. (laughs) I'm sure you've heard it all before. But, yeah, congrats to the Lions. And it sucks for TJ Hawkinson. Torn ACL and MCL gonna be out basically all year next year that is very rough after he's had a if if last year wasn't his breakout year this year was he's just the consistency i think is what would make this his breakout year this was very good for a very good year for him it sucks to see him go down this way and i mean the injuries just continue to pile up it's rough it is very rough uh Zach Wilson out with a concussion. The Jets somehow pull away with the win against the Commanders, who are in ultimate tank mode, and are tied with the Patriots. Oh, I'm so mad. The Jets and Brees Hall specifically went off. Brees Hall had 95 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. And then he added 96 yards and 12 receptions (laughs) to go with that. So he had a monster day. That was a super, super impressive game from Brees Hall. Another person who went the fuck off. Amari Cooper and Joe Flacco might be one of the greatest (laughs) QB wide receiver combos ever. 265 yards, 11 catches, two touchdowns. Texans were not pressing him at all, just left him wide open. Flacco 368 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions on top of that, but the Browns come away with the win at the Texans. Uh, it was, who was it, David Mills was starting? Yeah, Davis Mills was starting for the Texans. So still no Stroud. Stroud will probably be back next game, but, I mean, they seriously still have a chance if the Jags keep losing yeah the Jags are in free fall, and now Trevor Lawrence is hurt. They should have got blanked by the uh buccaneers Ridley had two garbage time touchdowns, and it was thirty to nothing in the third quarter they were thirty to six in the third quarter, but still. I, I, that was still garbage time at at that point. Baker Mayfield went off. Rashad White had a good game. Mike White at, or, uh, Jesus, Mike Williams had a great game. I'm scared for the Jags. I mean, they're eight and seven. Now they're tied for the division lead with the Colts and the Texans. I don't know what's going to happen there. That one's that AFC South was looking so good for the Jags. It was looking like theirs for the taking. But they are in free fall. Absolute free fall. Oh, I did want to say this. The Jets winning seal is the last place finish for the Patriots for the first time under Bill Belichick. Just the second time ever it's happened under Kraft's ownership. That's insane. The last two Sunday games, Bears and the Cardinals, who cares? Who cares at all? Cardinals lose to keep ahead of the Patriots. Um, the last game, last game of the night, it was the Dolphins Cowboys. And it was, oh, oh, it was so exciting. Yeah, that that game came through in, in the clutch. The uh, Dolphins field goal kicker <laughs> hit one, two, three, four, five. Five field goals. That was a cold celebration as he was getting lifted up by his teammates. (laughs) All right. Dolphins are on a roll. I would not want to meet them in the playoffs. Their defense is crazy good, even without Jordan Phillips. Oh, man. I still need to watch. I need to catch up on my Dolphins hard knocks. I really do. Actually, that wasn't the last game of the day. I was looking at the ESPN scoreboard, and obviously it moves – The Patriots up to the top of the day, so what the hell are the Patriots doing? Stop winning. Stop it. You are now, what, fourth? We got the number four pick right now. The Patriots scored 20 points in the third quarter, back-to-back touchdowns, because that was an embarrassing fumble by the uh, Broncos kick returner. Picked it up after he fumbled it and then had it knocked out because he was carrying it like a loaf of bread. Can't be doing that. Cannot be doing that. 23-7 in the blink of an eye. It was 9-7 at halftime. Barmore is a beast, though, and this is his breakout season. we got to sign him to an extension. Sooner rather than later. Please. But then the Broncos decided to get their shit together. Come on all the way back, tie the game 23-23 after two touchdowns with two point conversions on each of them, with 2.53 left in the game. Patriots didn't do anything. Broncos didn't do anything. Patriots didn't do anything again. Broncos didn't do anything, but then left too much time on the clock for Bailey Zappi to drive him down the field and for Chad Ryland to kick a 56-yard field goal. Chad, what are you you miss the most inconsequential field goals and you go and hit a 56 yard game winner I know it was in Denver but how how after missing an extra point and doinking another field goal in the same game that made the loudest doink ever this is bullshit this is bullshit <sighs> Patriots just can't do anything right and I I really feel like they're going to fall out of the top 5 cuz they should try to beat the Jets anyway. I would like to see that winning streak go up from 15 games to 16. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty nice. Um I I just don't know what they're doing. Like why would you I mean they had five starters out in the game. So <laughs> I guess they were trying but Zappi had a great game. I really didn't think they would do that well without Hunter Henry. Mike Kisecki had a great touchdown catch. I mean, Zeke had a great game, too. uh, It just infuriates me. DeMario Douglas had a decent game. Five receptions, 74 yards, which I'm happy about DeMario Douglas. Don't get it twisted. I just want him to, I mean, as bad as it sounds, do want him to lose. But... The This team's fans do not want to see them lose. The Chiefs' Christmas Day games. Here's your present. Here's your present, Taylor Swift. Here's a big old fat Chiefs loss. What? I cannot tell you what's going on with the Chiefs other than receivers not catching shit. Shen Sharp said it. He said they're doing too much and not trying to you know iron out the things that are making them bad. They're essentially trying to hide their shortcomings with all this tricky bullshit and I completely agree with him. They're doing way too much. They lined up in a formation without a quarterback, and Pacheco came in. It was obviously that obvious that he was getting a direct snap. He faked the toss to Mahomes, who was lined up wide on the other side who came around. I don't know what the Chiefs are doing. It's just kind of confusing. They are shooting themselves in the foot because they are, well, Travis Kelsey, I don't know. He, he seems extremely frustrated, and I think if he gets married to Taylor Swift, he's gone. I think Taylor Swift's going to write a song about Kelsey breaking up with the Chiefs. Ooh, I think that would be <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I I just don't know how the Chiefs get better that one's a confusing prospect because this is the most losses that the Chiefs have had ever in one season under Mahomes so yeah 11 and 5 was his worst record that in itself is wild so he's in unfamiliar territory and he's just yelling at everyone. He, he did start yelling at people during the game, which I'm happy about. It's not just him. The Eagles though, let's get into the Eagles game. I do think that the Eagles can fix their mistakes because they are just uh, building penalty upon penalty. I want to see how many uh, penalties they had. All right. So yeah, I do think that their problems, the Eagles' problems, are fixable right off the bat. Nine penalties yesterday for 65 yards. That's not going to help you at all. They had seven penalties in the first quarter, I think. It was very, very bad. And Again, they this almost felt like the Seahawks game. They started scoring. They thought they were comfortable. Then they just let... The other team just keep hanging around, hanging around. And I thought the Giants were gonna come back and then the Eagles were gonna have to finish the game exactly like they did last week on a failed Hail Mary attempt. And that's just not good to see. I mean, that that felt it felt like a bad win. It was 33 25, but they they tried to mess it up any way they could. They really did. At least they won is basically the the gist of it. I think that they have to find solace in the Chiefs doing just as bad as they are. I really, I really do. I mean, the two teams that made it to the Super Bowl are struggling mightily late in the season. That's not something to see all the time. You see either see one of them doing well or and one of them doing bad or, you know, vice versa. But never really both of them doing this bad playing close to 500 football. I mean, the Eagles, it feels like the Eagles, like I said, should be like nine and six. Should they, It feels like they should have the same record as the Chiefs. Here was the game of the week. The 11-3 and three Ravens against the 11-3 49ers. It was actually living up to the hype that like a Stefan style, this game had everything there was a safety, there were tipped passes for interceptions, Lamar was rushing all over the place, uh, Debo was going off, Kittle was going off. It was really exciting, but no one could really score for the first quarter. Uh, It was three to, uh, let's see here, it was three to five after the first quarter. (laughs) Three to five San Francisco. So, I mean, (laughs) even though it was, so low scoring in the first quarter it felt like there was so much action and i mean there there was but just no one wanted to get in the end zone then the ravens kind of turned it on a little bit lamar started like i said running all over the place uh hill had a great game he only had 26 yards but it felt like he had a lot more uh zay flowers went off in this game nine receptions 72 yards and a touchdown torched the Giants or torched the four I keep wanting to call them the fucking Giants torched the 49ers uh secondary another player who didn't really turn it on till late was Ayuk. he didn't even have 13 I think he had 13 yards or 18 yards going into the fourth quarter or something like that he just blew up he ended up having 113 yards I am worried about Brock Purdy. I don't know what's going on with him. I was watching the game with the sound off at that point. Also, Trent Williams, they kept showing him walking up and down the sideline with his helmet off. I don't know what was up with that. Maybe that maybe he got hurt, and after that, that's when things kind of fell apart. It was 16-12 at halftime, Ravens, and then Ravens came out, scored 17 points in the third quarter. It was 33-12 to pretty fast. Things just kind of disintegrated. Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. Darnold came in. Darnold came in and looked pretty good. He threw a touchdown in garbage time in that fourth quarter. Took that touchdown from Purdy. Ruined my parlay. (laughs) Now, if if it wasn't Purdy, it would have been uh, Odell because I had him for 25 yards. He only got 13. Oh, well. But it was a good, very good uh, week of football. The playoffs are looking awesome. Yeah, we'll get into the playoff picture now. I forgot to do this last week. We can actually do the playoff machine. <laughs> <laughs> because this actually shows the matchups. And I, I, I don't know why the other one doesn't. We'll go over the AFC first. Number one seed Baltimore, obviously. And they deserve it after beating the 49ers like they did. Convincing. The Lamar for MVP conversation still is kind of up in the air. If Tua keeps going off, I think Tua will get it. But I just – the stats aren't there for Lamar. I mean, he has, what, 2,000-some yards passing. He had 20 touchdowns and seven interceptions, I think, in only 500 – Rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns, it's not going to cut it. It's. It does seem Jalen Daniel esque, but this isn't the Heisman that we're talking about. This is NFL MVP. And I think Tua would deserve it over Lamar right now. It's just a hot pick. The odds are changing so much. I mean, it was Purdy last week. It was Lamar this week. The Ravens are playing the Dolphins next week. So if the Dolphins win, it's going to be Tua next week. So it's just all over the place. Speaking of two and the dolphins, it's going to be Miami as the second seed against the Colts as the seventh seed right now. Then we got Kansas City who is at ri- I mean the if the Broncos would have won, they it, they would have been 8 and 7, one game behind the Chiefs, and that would have been very scary for the Chiefs. But right now this would be awesome. Third seed Kansas City, sixth seed Buffalo. Ooh, I'd love to see another ma- another rematch. It's always exciting. Uh, and then the fourth seed would be Jacksonville right now in a uh, game against Cleveland, which I don't think that would be pretty for Jacksonville. I, uh, they don't want that smoke right now. <laughs> All right. In the NFC, it's going to be San Francisco as the number one seed. They're pretty, I mean they own the tiebreaker over Philadelphia and Detroit. So then we have Philadelphia second, Seattle seventh. We'll get a little rematch there. I do think the Eagles would win if they clean themselves up a little bit. Third seed Detroit, sixth seed Los Angeles. And I did say this earlier. Matthew Stafford coming into a home game for in Detroit as the as the opposing quarterback would be pretty awesome and i think that would be i think the fans would appreciate it tampa bay fourth seed against dallas fifth seed tampa bay's kind of on a roll right now watch out i think they would especially because dallas has been shit on the road i think they might lose to a, a hot tampa bay if tampa bay wins out i there's a good chance that they could beat Dallas. (laughs) Oh, that would be exciting. Oh, I cannot wait for that. Holy shit. Oh, that's going to be so good. All right, last little bit of uh, information here. I love that Games with Names is back. There's no Sam Rill, but I do think that it's better with just Julian Edelman. I love this uh, podcast. He has a guest on. And they go over that a game that the person was associated with the first week in the new season. He had Gronk on, and they actually did talk about the deflated balls in the Indianapolis game because in that, I think it was in that game. I don't know if it was in that game or a couple years before where <laughs> he took the guy out of the club. <laughs> I completely forgot about that before listening to the podcast last week and I immediately had to go and watch that clip I completely forgot about it it's golden go watch it um the next week he had Burt Kreischer on which was awesome he had some great stories it was a two and a half an hour two and a half hour long podcast and then this week he had Mark Cuban on which Mark Cuban's always good on podcasts um that was another great one they talked about the Mavs beating the Heat when uh, LeBron first came over so it's good, there's an ad that pops up in it all the time, and I don't it sounds like Aaron Andrews, but I'm not sure if it is so growing up, I'm gonna say this it's a sport. I was on a competitive dance team like lady, I don't think anyone's arguing that it's not. Why are you saying like saying it like that? <laughs> I'm gonna say this it's a sport. <laughs> we know calm down <laughs> all right, everyone. I hope everyone had a very merry christmas in all seriousness hope everyone got to spend time with their families and did get everything that they wanted um yeah thank you all for watching make sure to subscribe leave a like and comment on our youtube follow us on spotify apple wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on instagram for clips hoagies and pierogies everywhere so yeah and that's it all right thank you guys we'll leave you with this much um, much 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 much